All right, everybody, we're back. This is episode number 36. 36. 36 of the Recovery Lab podcast series. I'm Drew Hassan. My name is Daniel Anderson. We are the Recovery Lab. We uh, we have a special episode, as you can already tell. Recovery Lab is on the road today. Absolutely. This is our first time to ever do this from somewhere other than our studio. So it's pretty exciting. Yeah, and thank you guys for having us. This yeah. You guys have been awesome, 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 awesome. So today we're joined by Casey Morrow and John Mark Franklin, the proprietors of Cut and Dry Gym, best whoop gym whoop. in town. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Look, I really appreciate y'all taking the time, offering up the space, come and let us quiz you and talk about uh, the importance of physical health, goal achievement, things that drive you, how y'all view success, what motivates you, what keeps you going. I mean, and how you overcame the difficulty of us being humans and not wanting to do anything unless we absolutely have to do it. <laughs> right. There is that. The discipline aspect. Awesome. So a little history. Uh, last summer, I decided that I had been fat and uh, sedentary <laughs> for far too long. And I messaged John Mark on Facebook and he was like, bro, just come on in here. Let's do this thing. Yeah. And uh, I have found Cut and Dry to be as welcoming and supportive of a place as could possibly be Most definitely. um i did work out one time with uh daniel at uh another gym in town and i have to say our equipment is far superior here and the environment far superior the environment is just absolutely unbelievable i told him he's like you got to come on man you got to get on with it so look without further ado tell us a little bit about yourselves nobody wants to hear me go ahead and start you want me to start ladies okay. first <laughs> uh my name's casey amaro I have been personal training for four years now. Yeah. Um, John Mark was actually the one that got me into personal training. I was in lending down in Laurel. Um, and then personal trained there at a gym. That was great. And uh, we kind of, this fell into our laps here. And I was like, <laughs> literally fell yeah. into our laps. And I was like, all right, I'm going to uproot and come up there and plant my, plant my feet. And it's been it's been awesome ever since. I never imagined that things would kind of take off the way that they have. And John Mark's vision is in incredible. I uh, see it growing more and more every day. So, yeah. Um, Tell us about that vision. Well, the vision was just to bring a, just to bring a, just to bring back a atmosphere where everybody felt like they were accepted. You might need to get a little bit. Yeah, closer get a little bit closer. Okay. Yeah, there you That's go. good. All right. So the objective was to bring in an atmosphere where, where. Um, People of people could come in and be accepted and not have to feel like they're not a part of something just because they don't weight train a certain way or do things a certain um, pace as the rest of the people. Just to <coughs> almost force people to come back to accept that we are all on the same page and trying to to um, trying to accommodate a goal. And uh, it's been going great, man. We have we have all facets of life here, man. All facets of people. All walks of life. Everybody is trying to reach a common goal to get better, be better, and see themselves be something more than what they were on the past years. Yeah, and I have to say, that Drew, just a, a brief history. Drew started coming to you guys. He was telling me about how incredible it was. It had been, especially the aspect of being getting up at four thirty and being here at five, mm -hmm. uh, and just having that discipline. Mm -hmm. And so he talked me into it. I came up here. It was horrible for about three days. And then I finally got into the, yeah. the routine. But I say all that to say this. 
the first day when I was working out at that other gym that is in Flowood that we won't mention. Um, not a single time. I'm sure they're lovely people. Yeah, <laughs> they're not. I'm sure, they're lovely. They're not. Um, <laughs> no, I'm sure. They, I'm sure they're just fine. Um, but um, the 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 lady that was there was just really awful to me when I was signing up, and wow. it was just a huge thing. And then every time I was in there, I I just felt like I was not a part of. I just didn't feel a part. I felt like I was in everybody's way, and nobody ever said anything to me, and I never said anything to anybody else. And I thought that's just what the gym was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Because I had never been to a gym before. Well, yeah. Drew started telling me about cut and dry, and I was like, oh, "Well, I mean, what I'm doing here, I guess, is is not ideal." And um, so, the first day that I walked in, um, you were here. It was, yeah. I think, it was five o'clock in the morning, um, and the 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 whole process of getting signed up and and everything was something that was just super easy. It was yeah. unbelievably easy. It was streamlined. I didn't have to do any work. Yeah. You handled all the paperwork. And most importantly, when I walked in that door that first time, you 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 greeted me with a smile okay. and you said, "What's up, man?" You came and gave me a fist bump. That that for the first time in my life, I felt connected to something. Yeah. I don't think you had any idea that it had that kind of impact on me, but it absolutely did, and that's why I stayed around because every morning when I walk in here, the the Mexican muscle and what's his what's his <laughs> name? Isidro. Uh, Isidro. Yes. Uh, uh, also, the first day that I was here, I was doing a machine wrong, mm-hmm. and my biggest fear is not doing the machine right, yeah. right? Like, I have no idea. Like, I'm just a fat, like, dude that has no idea how to do anything yeah. with fitness. So, it was like, I was just like, nobody look at me. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. trying to do my best here. And the Mexican muscle came over. He said, hey, 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 let me help you. Let me help you. Yep. And he yeah. helped me. He helped me. He showed me. And that's how I learned. It show and what that showed me was you have created an environment yeah. in these in this building that makes those kinds of people thrive and gives Definitely. them an opportunity to thrive. So what you have done by your leadership has shown other people how to lead and to make yeah. little fat guys like me come up and feel at home. Exactly. So I just wanted to get that out of the way. I've wanted to say that for so long, and, and I'm so appreciative of that. And I don't think that Thank you have any idea what kind of impact you are having on people when you when you wake, uh, come in there in the morning and, and say hey to everybody when people leave you say all right have a great day like you don't understand how much that means to people well I can't speak for everyone I can speak for myself it means the world to me and that that is the reason that I stuck around is because I felt accepted here yeah thank you I look I know people are kind of wondering how does the uh, aspect of being at a gym, relate to recovery and I think there's a there's a uh, there's a component of trying to improve your health that I think is important for all the people in recovery you know it's not just getting sober which is kind of the basic yeah you know you got to quit doing drugs exactly there's no there's no avenue for health and heroin or cocaine or cocaine man I tried it man I tried every aspect man I just Uh, that cocaine got me bro so look Tell uh, y'all both obviously are exceptionally fit. What started you on this journey? Well, <laughs> I didn't want to say we have we have several people here that are that are in recovery, and it's been really cool to learn their story, um, and and how it's impacted them. But I think that we all struggle with something, whether it be drugs or or whatever whatever that addiction may be sure. or stress may be. Right, <laughs> yeah, right. um, the gym helps helps that confidence to know that that you can continue and that you can recover and that there is 
just makes you feel good inside and out. Um, and for me, that's that's kind of what drew me into it is I've, I've been in, in and out of the gym, never very hardcore up until probably about 2017. Started working out, didn't have the nutrition right or anything like that, um, but just getting into the gym. Met John Mark, got the nutrition aspect right. And man, when you combined the exercise science with the nutrition, the difference that it makes in how you feel, how productive you are, having the discipline, the root of, of, man, this is something that I can control. That is the biggest component for me. Like, I started the combining everything, the nutrition and, and getting the exercise right in a time in my life when I didn't feel like I had very much control over anything else. Right. And this was the one thing that I was like, I can, I can control this. So if I can control this, I can manage all this on the outside. Look, this isn't like uh, Catholic confession, you know. We're not, trying, <laughs> we're not trying to get you to bare your soul no, here. No, no. But, you but used, we're okay if you do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you used exercise to overcome personal uh, difficulties. Yeah, okay. divorce. Yeah. Bingo. Divorce, yep. yeah. And uh, as for me, the concept of just trying to train to get better, knowing that you were something at one point in time and you have the control to be something else and not be the same person that you were on yesterday – Mentally, for me, that's a drive. I mean, I came from a background where um, my dad was abusive to my mom. So it forced me to want to weight train, become stronger, to compensate for that lack of strength of defense. And from that, it came upon me that, man, okay, I can control how strong I am and how I look. Well, you know what? I can control what I say and how I carry myself and what comes out of my mouth and how people see me because that's the only thing that I allow them to see, you know? And when you reach people, the best way to have somebody to feel something that you're going through is to convey, Hey, I'm not perfect. I've done things wrong. I've, I've, I haven't been the best person. When I first started personal training, I was a butthole dude. I was somebody <laughs> that, I mean, I was on a force to prove to everybody that I was the baddest personal trainer ever. And I offended people. I stepped on people's feet. I did underhand things to get an advantage. And then I wound up being something that nobody wanted to be around anymore. So then I had to face that and, and accept that through that, I had hurt people. I had damaged people in my own selfishness and vanity to, uh, to make myself feel like I was something more. Right. And I had to go back and apologize. Some people didn't accept it. Some people... You'll know what, man, I've seen where you were, where you came from, and hey, that's cool. But I felt like I had to do that, too. So I, I really appreciate the heartfelt sentiment there. Exactly. One of the main driving motivations for having the podcast was, you know, I have screwed my life up and made so many tremendous, mm -hmm. awful mistakes that if I had a uh, platform by which I would be willing to expose my weaknesses yeah. and poor decisions, and I can entice the guests to do the same, then people could watch it and say, look, I've screwed my life up just like this. Mm -hmm. And there is a way out, and there is a solution, and goals are achievable. Sure. And I think that's one of the most uh, prominent things here at Cut and Dry is this ability to achieve your goals. Yeah. Now, uh, my confession so getting up in the morning and picking up heavy stuff and getting on the treadmill of the Stairmaster, it ain't yeah. easy. No, it's not. But no. it ain't as hard as putting that fork down. Yeah, that's right. That right. fork yeah. is causing me problems. Yes. <laughs> well, what I think about it is you are 
we are in a atmosphere, we're in a state where we have good good food and less activity. We don't really have a lot to do around here except, you know, maybe go to a bar or maybe we can walk on the park and stuff. So we don't have that um, Florida and North Carolina where right, they're go to actually the beach exactly have, go to right. the beach and stuff of that. So a lot of people utilize that aspect of it as comfort. Also, living in an environment now, the economy's not doing well. People are stressed. Um, you have um, things costing more and, and nobody's really getting a raise. So it puts a damper on, on things. So those stresses can allow people to want to find comfort in things that just make them feel good. Makes them feel good. Most definitely. Speaking of making, you f- making yourself feel good, what's more rewarding for y'all? Because I know that y'all are both athletes and competitors what's more rewarding doing well yourself and achieving goals or shepherding someone else to achieve theirs shepherding somebody else 100 yeah shepherding i actually said in a video with quick last year when i was done with competition trying to really figure out why i compete because i don't enjoy being on stage so why do you do it why do you push yourself to that well i've already gotten to to a level that that some of our clients are getting to. So what's going to drive me to keep pushing so that I can keep pushing them? Well, I got to keep going. Well, where else do I go? All right, let's compete. Let's see how bad we can get. Let's, you know, how much muscle can you put on? How conditioned can you be? So that I can, I can drive them to stay focused, to keep pushing. Yeah. Well, the number one thing about it is almost being in this for two decades, I feel washed up. You know, it's all of these younger guys out here coming around and, you know, coming up with these, you know, new uh, concepts, one arm push up upside down and, <laughs> you know, all of these, these things. So when I'm able to reach somebody and they actually um, get their goals, it lets me know that I still got it, that I'm just not that same person that you'll know has been trying to just get by for the past 10 years. Right. I'm still out here trying to impact people and um, show them that there are people out here that like care and somebody can motivate somebody else. Sometimes I work harder for like for like someone else than I work for myself just because I don't want to let somebody down. So by taking time out to talk to people and let them know that, you know, it, it's a place that you can come to where people can help you get better. You know, some people just don't want to let you down. Because right. it's, hmm, it's something that um, somebody else may have like walked out on them on it. Something that uh, somebody else may have they could have helped them, but they just said, you know, and I'm not going to worry about that guy. That guy keeps on screwing up. He's done this six or seven times. But just that one person that may say, you know what? I'm going to give you a chance. And that may be that one time that that dude says, you know what? I'm going to do it right. You know? So you have to think like that because, um, man, I'm sorry. No, it's good. There's nothing to apologize no. about. I'm this sorry. We don't have yeah. any Kleenex. No, this, I don't need it. This shows... Um, this shows the world that yeah. you actually care. The passion. That's what the, the, the emotion, the passion, that's what that does. Yeah. There's nothing to be ashamed about oh, by no. being your true self. Well, you just never know where people are coming from. You never know what walk they come through. But we said when you walk through these doors, it doesn't matter. Everybody pays $30 just like everybody else. So there's nobody any better than someone else. There's nobody any less. We always try to make sure that 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 uh, allows you to get the same thing that everybody else gets from us. So there's no no ethnic um, differences, no short, tall, all of that. We always want to make sure that everybody knows that we care. So 
that's the that's the deal when you walk in you know we we don't want you to feel like you can't get better there's only somebody else in here feeling probably the same way as you do so that that's it yeah that's the whole basis of the the podcast gyms really get a bad rap for the the intimidation factor and you know it it, i experienced it at the other gym it's not nothing i mean it really can be intimidating but uh you and, know, and I we get an especially bad rap because we're b- a bodybuilder standpoint. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. I mean, there's some big boys in here. There yeah. are, there's but there are, people, here too. there are people yeah, from exactly. all walks of life. But um, we wanted to, I, I actually reached out to a lot of the bigger guys here just because we are older now. And, and I wanted them and to wiser. Come, yeah, wiser. So I wanted them to be able to come in and be able to feel like they can they can pass something on to, mm-hmm. you know, because we've all been through it. We know all of the hardships and everything. And I think that everybody's done a really good job of that. You know, we don't have any intimidation or we don't have any drama here. We don't have any, you know, people feeling like they don't fit in. We, we don't have anybody uh, over-talking anybody. Everybody's on the same page. And I never e- e- expected that. But it also showed you the world that we're living in where people want to gravitate to somewhere where they feel like like um, they can be those things and be a help and not be be just um, just another payment plan right. for another business to open up another franchise or or do something. So it was just different because I saw what, what was was going on and saw what things were becoming. And I wanted to say, you know what, I remember her time. You know, that was my first words. I remember a time, and everything else fell from that standpoint. But when people were were nice, where I came from, where, you know, you were taught how to weight train, where you were taught what discipline was, and you could take that and walk out the, your doors and live by those things, you know, because it's what you saw. Nowadays, y'all don't see that kind of stuff. Y'all don't see people walking up and say, hey, you don't see people hugging you don't see people laughing and stuff like they used to because everybody's got problems, so they're just walking a straight path doing whatever it takes just to get by. Yeah, I mean, everybody here is just super kind to each other. And the one one of the things that I love, and I mean, in the mornings, it's still like I get up, I'm disciplined, I, I want to, to continue to be disciplined. So that's, especially on the days where I don't want to get up that early, I do it because I, I don't want to be the guy I was before. Yeah. And that guy was just lazy, completely undisciplined, and not capable of following anything through mm-hmm. ever Yeah, <laughs> other than my business. And I struggled very hardly with that um, and barely scraped by. But um, the, the, the conversations that, that we've had, you know, in the mornings here mm-hmm. with Christian and with, you know, other people, it's just yeah. like – Everyone just kind of feels like a team here. Yeah. Like we're all working towards a, a common goal, like mm-hmm. to, to be better. True. You know, we're, we don't all have to be bodybuilders like mm-hmm. you guys, yeah. but we will also be accepted mm-hmm. for just being us just be and, and also yeah. be rewarded by a high five, a fist bump. Exactly. A, hey, what's up, man? And that could be just the, hey, what's up, brother? That that person needs to, you never know what people are going through. There, mm-hmm. there could be somebody that, there could be a member in this gym that you know what they're they're not having a good time. They're at the end of their rope, mm-hmm. and they show up here because they have nowhere else to go. Yeah. And 
you guys being here every day could be the difference between that person unaliving themselves and that person choosing to move forward True. and do something that's incredible with their lives. Yes. And it could all start because of that simple, kind gesture of you honestly and openly wanting people to be here and appreciating people yeah. being here. And your actions prove that. It's not something that you say. It's something that you do with your actions. Casey is the same way. Yeah. I see you're talking and fist bumping people and, and making people feel at home and not judging people. True. Not judging people. True. It's absolutely incredible. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. With her, more so, it, it was just taking taking somebody that I knew. We don't have a, a big female perspective in the fitness um, around here. And just basically wanting her to be that, f be that female because I work with, with men, women, but sometimes it's good just to have that female per perspective for, for some of our people to sit down and talk to because I know it all, but still you may not want to tell me, you know, about the time of the month or you may not want to tell me about, you know, what you're really going through. So I, I felt like I was restricted in a sense with some people on how much they delve into the information to allow me to make them better. So when well, yeah, because it's difficult for a man exactly. to understand. Yes, sir. True. A, what makes a woman tick, right? Exactly. You need a female. Most definitely. And what's incredible about Casey is, I mean, unfortunately I work out at a different time than you're here. <laughs> mm -hmm. So that sucks. But I've seen you when we were moving stuff into the gym oh, yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. I realized how much of a rock she is mm -hmm. like, and to have that in your arsenal mm -hmm. to be able to say, Hey, look, talk to Casey, she knows exactly yes, what it's like definitely. to be a woman because mm -hmm. she's a woman. There are things that she knows that <laughs> yeah, you don't exactly. know. That's just, I don't care how much research you do, how much education you have, yes, you cannot be a woman, you cannot understand what it's like to be a woman unless you're a woman. Yeah. And we're not going to go into the other stuff. <laughs> that's just the way I feel, yeah, right? Most definitely. So, um, you know, having having Casey here uh, is, is absolutely, you, you blow my mind by how you treat people and how confident and, and secure you are in your in your world and how you are able to use that to be able to help other people. So thank you. hats off to you for that. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, look, let's talk a little bit about, you mentioned the, the getting your nutrition right. Yeah. So tell people what you have found to be a, a good solution, yeah. a good starting place. Uh. Like let's say you don't know everything there is to know about counting your macros and blah, blah, blah. And, you had, you know, it hadn't, Meal prep it hadn't occurred to you to eat oatmeal and eggs and uh -huh. whatever. So where would somebody start? Well, the, the biggest thing that we find is people that maybe they thought they'd been doing it right. And this, this was me, you know, I thought I was eating good. I thought that I was yeah. doing what I needed to do. And my little skinny butt couldn't put on a pound of muscle to save my life. Um, so, so understanding the placement of the nutrition—that's that's a huge aspect of it. So you mean like, like when you eat it? Yeah, like when you eat the f when you eat the carbs, when you eat the fats. What are they used for? You know, they're they're sources of energy. To understand that you only need them while you need the energy. Exactly. So if you're fasting all day long, then you're having that sweet potato, which is great for you, but you're having it at seven o'clock at night, right before you go to bed. Your body can't use it the way that it needs to, so it's going to store it for later. You know, or then you put more food in, and then it's just this vicious cycle of putting on more and more weight. So it's the education aspect behind the clean eating. And it's not just about eating the right foods, but when to eat the right foods, how much you need to eat for so what you're So somebody could come is. to you, and, and you would help them structure a meal plan. Absolutely. Oh, so we yes. sit down with everybody that, that, that comes to us and wants to start a program or 
just to, to better themselves, we sit down on an assessment. We're going to go over what you do on a daily basis. Where do you work? You know, do you have kids? Your your medical background. Just I want to know. Deep dive. Yeah. yeah, we need to know about all of it. I need to know how your day functions so that I know how to structure that food. When are you going to weight train? Uh, you know, how much how much cardio are we going to be able to get? And how much cardio do we need to be doing? Is it going to be here? Do you, do you like to run? You know, okay. I'm not going to deprive somebody that likes to be a runner. To just okay, I need you to just walk on the treadmill exactly. instead. I'm gonna I'm gonna mimic you know change your Who food likes so running? that I'll never understand. <laughs> I do have people. That I, yeah. Dude, Zed no. lives for it. He no, lives no, sir. for it. forty no, sir. miles, bro. This guy will knock Look, out. I achieved one time, precisely one time in my life, what people would call a runner's high. Yeah. Doing spin at the YMCA. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. What did I do? I went yeah, back the next day chance. trying to get it again, but it wasn't yeah. there. <laughs> it was just that one time. No, it was that one time. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know anything about that either. I'm not a runner. I don't enjoy yeah. cardio of any any way, shape, or form. But I do it because I need to do it. Right. But, but the biggest thing also in in the assessment is to gauge the mindset. Yeah, that's the biggest thing because once we gauge the mindset, we know how to accommodate the person that we're going to be working with. I got people I can say, hey, eat string beans, mashed potatoes, and chicken all day long, and I get a thumbs up as a text message back. I don't have to worry about them. Then I have some people that are like, hey, can I change up my chicken? I'm sick of chicken. You know, can I change it? So, so I'm like, yeah, sure. Where can I accommodate this? This is what we have here. So the mindset gauges what kind of results we get out of the person that we're going to be um, uh, with for the, um, for, the, for the eight weeks of the program or the 12 weeks or, or so on. So it, it's the choice. You know, the same thing that you guys talk about um, – when somebody wants to get clean, it has to be that uh, choice and the choice changes the mindset and the mindset makes the effort and the effort makes the results. So his hit weight training is that same thing. It his, his weight training is one of those things that like you can philosophically incorporate in anything in your life. You know, when you first begin, it's a challenge. Everything in life is hard when you first start off but but as you keep on weight training you get stronger you your body adapts to what you're being put through and therefore the results are that you build muscle in compensation for that so the body builds muscle to make you stronger the the same thing when you make that your choice to 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 stop things it's going to be hard but as you keep on pressing it gets easier because the mindset gets 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 stronger you occupy your time that 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 creates effort, and the results are you look up two or three months from behind, and you're not the person that you used to be. Granted, every day is not going to be that way. I can mess a meal and be 20 pounds less as strong as I was on yesterday, and we can have a, a slip-up and be almost back to where we were, but you still have that mental to say, hey, listen, I may have had that, that um, um, Reese's uh, peanut mishap, butter cup. Exactly. I may have had that mishap where or I six. didn't eat my feel meal, but I jumped back right back onto the uh, next meal. It's something that you don't dwell on because you may have a hiccup. Well, you know, Nike really hit the hit the nail on the head with the just do it thing. Most I definitely. mean, there is really a component of just go to the gym, mm-hmm. just talk to somebody, just mm-hmm. talk to Casey about trying to get your food right, just yeah. talk to John Mark about you know this, that, or the other. There is there is some magic in just doing it. Big time. Yeah. Just start, mm-hmm. and I think it is so daunting. 
just like when people are trying to get sober and they don't, yeah. there is a wall there mm-hmm. of hopelessness. Yes. Like they just don't think it's worth the effort because uh-huh. you know you're not going to stay sober anyway uh-huh. or it's just not worth it or it'll never happen. Or blah, you've blah. tried it a million or times before. you've tried it a million before. times and uh-huh. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I think that there is, like just, my, I mean, so since August of last year coming here to work mm-hmm. out, I mean, it really has improved my confidence in other things. Yes, like, sir. look, if I can go to the gym mm-hmm. six days a week, if I can get on the Stairmaster, the treadmill, mm-hmm. all that, things yeah. that I, you know, in my soul hate yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, down deep yeah. and can find a benefit out of it, I mean, I'm feeling like a real boss. Exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah, but we <laughs> It's true. Yeah. <laughs> I say the same thing about getting up at 4 a.m. to do the cardio that I don't want to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm used to it. It's just automatic. 3 o'clock. To, most of the time, I'm up at 2.47 before it hits 3 o'clock. I'm so my 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 clock thrives. That's that like Mark that. Wahlberg life yeah. there. Well, the rest of the world likes to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard to get up, though. I mean, that's, that's pretty incredible. To, I mean, it, it, it's a lot easier now, 100%. And it does, you're right, it absolutely does make me feel better about things throughout the rest of the day because... Well, you think, what else can I accomplish? Right. Mm -hmm. What else can I do? Like, I've come here and I've learned a little bit about this and learned a little bit about that. and I mean, it's it's fun. It's good. Uh, There's a... When you think you can, when you have a little bit of hope, you really can accomplish just about anything. Absolutely. So what was the premise behind you guys? And I know y'all have covered this before, but what's the premise for starting the podcast? Like, like I have watched, but I've never, like, I'm too far from where where the first one y'all did. Now, y'all really, 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 y'all really don't delve back into, you know, the purpose behind it. Oh, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Drew, take it away. Well, it, uh, so last summer I thought, it, you know, I like listening to podcasts, mm-hmm. and I thought this would be pretty fun. I'll go around with a mini recorder uh-huh. and interview my homies uh-huh. and then put it on Facebook, and uh-huh. me and my group of friends in recovery yeah. will listen to it, and it'll be interesting. Exactly. Uh, so uh, in the 12-step recovery Yes, sir. world, yeah. A-A-N-A. Uh, yeah, of course. The, uh, so there is a thing called a speaker meeting, which somebody gets up there, and the general format thereof is what it was like, mm-hmm. what happened, mm-hmm. and what it's like now. The general idea being that you're in the crowd, in the audience, you're listening to it, and you relate to the person's struggle, and you think, yeah. okay, you know, I drank like they did, I did heroin like they did, I am mm-hmm. you know, shot meth like they did, uh-huh. and I had similar consequences, and look at their life now. Exactly. And it, it provides a model for other people, source That's of inspiration, good. something yeah. like that. So I really thought the podcast would be kind of like a, 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 a speaker a meeting. Speaker meeting. Like a, yeah, huh? a speaker meeting with questions. Exactly. Yeah. And I would ask them things, because I really am uh, – impossibly curious about how people approach goal setting and uh, problem uh, overcoming their problems and like literally what do you do when you have a bad day what how do you how do you face that what's the first thing you do to try to overcome it i don't mean you i just mean rhetorically yeah you know what is your formula for success how do you you know, uh, you know, what have you found that works for you all in an effort to try to hone how I would relate to my own problems and overcome them. And then what can I learn from them? 
Uh, I really believe that we all kind of have a belief system that is a, a network, a matrix, what I call and call a, a brick wall, and we all put little bricks in it, and I hear something interesting about Stoicism, yeah. Marcus Aurelius, or Seneca, yeah. and I put a couple bricks in my belief okay. system. Yeah. And then I hear something good from some Baptist preacher, and I put a brick in there, mm-hmm. and so forth and so on. And so that's how you build kind of the belief system you have and how you're going to approach life and problem solving. And generally, uh, you know, it, it was kind of all geared towards addiction and recovery from addiction. That's great. And then it just kind of grew from there, and Daniel came on board and is the technological wizard that provides all this. Like when I did my pot, I did about 10 of them before he came along, and it was literally me, and I would stick a mini recorder on my desk and just have people come to my office, and I would just shoot the shit with them. Exactly. Of course. I mean, but it was good. It was effective, and, you know, I got to elicit stories from people and – you know, let them share their hardships because yeah. there are a lot of people that really hurt really badly and they think that they're the only ones that have that. They're the only ones that went through that and they're just not. Yeah, true. And that's awesome. But that's the whole thing about it too is, yo, you know, even when he came aboard here, I mean, it blew my mind because we were moving in legs. I think you had just signed up. Like and we were before. like moving yeah. in. <laughs> I didn't even know who you were. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, man, he uh, texted me and told me that he was going to come. I was like, okay, cool. Go, no. And, and uh, I mean, he stayed the whole dang day, man. I, I'm sitting like, whoa, man. Like, everybody else left. He was like, hey, man, is anything else to uh, do? He gets yeah. it done. Yeah. Yeah, man. And, and that showed me a side of him right off the bat that, that like, he saw something here. And uh, I was like, man, listen, if you need anything, hey, I am ride or die. Because you don't see people like that a lot nowadays. They want to invest know? in you, yeah. too. Yeah. 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 And he has. He's, yeah. like, responsible our for website. our website. Exactly. <laughs> He's like, no problem. We got this. I'm sitting up here. I'm like, I don't even know how to code this thing. Like, I'm, uh, how, we had talked about it. And then we well, were like, okay, we're going to work with somebody. And we, we kept putting it on the back burner. And he came in and, and just basically told he's, he he's like, most of the time, I wouldn't even look at it place that they didn't have a website and i'm like makes sense he's like i'll help you do that and took it over and like we have one up now and we get messages throughout the day from that thing because somebody doesn't want to make a phone call somebody doesn't want to do a text message somebody doesn't want to go no um leave a voicemail they just want to maybe just go in and see just see what it's about and base something and base something on that without it being um a a platform of he told me about it and called that's where I come from. So I'm very old school with that. So word of mouth has been my business for 16 years. I just got a business card, never had a billboard, never had anything like that. So I'm that old school guy that's like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But I'm like, you, you got to get into the real world now. You know? Yeah. Well, like Garrick says, uh, every business is a, should be a media business. I think mm-hmm. he was quoting somebody, but <laughs> <laughs> I'll give him, like, I'll I'll give him credit now. for it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I wish I could remember how I found Cut and Dry. I think I think I was just looking for a gym, and maybe I hit Facebook or something because yeah. um, I remember thinking we were at least on Google. I did get us that far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And let's be it. perfectly clear. All I did was just set set it up. Casey did the building. Casey did all of the the content within yeah. it. So don't don't. Don't well, make it seem like I did it because Casey yeah, did all of that. You started it because I was. Well, whatever. We would still be on, uh, we would be um, 
I had gone back yeah. trying to remember like voca- uh, vocational yeah. school days. Like I know I built up a website at one point in that class. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but if it's up to me, well, be look, busy. that dovetails nicely into my next little issue. I'd like to talk next facet. So when we fir- when I first joined, right, y'all, we're all in this baller ass leg room, right? Yeah, a bunch right. of cool leg stuff. Yeah. When I first joined last year, there was literally. I mean, who knows how many thousands of dollars worth of equipment on pallets out front, out front. Yeah. And which uh, time, which time did we have thousands of dollars out front on pallets? There was multiple. I mean, well, this was, <laughs> this one was the biggest end of last year. Uh, I mean, there was a lot of stuff out there yeah. yeah. and I thought, well, I guess, you know, I guess they do it outside too. I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. Cause there was, there were a couple machines you could use out yeah, there. And I thought, I don't know if I'm, I'm feeling it like that. <laughs> You had a video of Jeff out there, and yeah, I thought we, that's we some dedication. Then we did squats out there. I really thought it was like the, you know how the uh, the CrossFit people have those garage uh-huh, doors, and I yeah. thought I guess they're just inside outside play. Exactly. Yeah, anyway, so you took over the space that was adjacent to the gym. Uh-huh. We add you added the door. I mean, it. I don't know what the square footage is actually, but I mean it's effectively doubled the size of the gym. Most definitely. Yeah. Do you have any plans to grow more? I mean, I guess you're going to have to run that some businesses our, out of here. Well, that's our goal. Um, eventually, we'll be looking at maybe purchasing our own spot just to have. But but we have our guy that runs this place. I mean, he won't see me fail. I mean, he's always like, hey, listen, just give me a little bit more time. I'll find you more space or we'll move you somewhere else because that's what they do. Um, they buy uh, buildings, projects, stuff like like that, and they revamp them. So he came in and saw my vision, and he's like, dude, I love what you guys do. If I, I, I can help, I'm going to help. And that was one thing that I never saw. A person that dad, like, wasn't so business mindset. The person that owned the owned this mall before them, everything was business. That He was like, yeah, well, he's like, okay, the first month I give you this, but the next month the rent's got to go up. And so, no, that he never made you feel like he was on your side. So when you have somebody like that, you really want to make sure that that like you do your part to like upscale things to a point where, even though we are doing well, the mall is doing better now. You because know, we, at one point in time, this the law firm where I work, we do a lot of we do a lot of real estate stuff, yeah. and I have learned and seen that the landlord is either the most evil is mm-hmm. one is a problem vector in your life mm-hmm. or. They're an unbelievable support. Most definitely. And it's hard to know which one you're going to get, right? Never lied. Very true. So that's the whole thing about it is I was, my first concept was how do I make people feel, especially when I come here. Um, people walk in the door, they see a big black guy with muscles walking around, got a good pump at 4 o'clock. That's the time that I weight train. And they're like, oh. But then when you start talking to people, you know, it brings them to a better understanding of the person that you're trying to be just because you have one foundation that that they see. It doesn't necessarily mean that. My whole goal, you know, um, even talking a quick about things about is is what you emit. So when somebody sees you, it, it opens their mind to what you have to say because you're a product of the work that you that you do. And um but the goal was also was to not intimidate people. I crack jokes, but I don't let my jokes go either further. There is a difference in us 
it's a difference in laughing at somebody and laughing with somebody. A big difference. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you, you, you walk that line beautifully. Yeah. yeah. So you have to know how to, uh, how to make fun, but not put somebody in a position where they don't feel like they're a part of the fun also, because I have a speech impediment. You can hear that. And I used to be picked on like that. So the first thing that I did was learn how to slow my words down and think about what I need to uh, say. Now, she'll tell you, I get pissed off. You can't understand <laughs> nothing because I'm trying to spit it out. And, and it gets it gets to just be just, just nasty. No words even come out. <laughs> but that was something that I learned that I right. could control if I just took my time and thought about what I wanted to say. And it came out. Well, it see, all of that stuff, you being, I, I, were you bullied as a young kid? Yo, oh, yeah. Okay, so. Yeah, big, big time. All of that stuff, yes, that was hard for you to go through. And obviously, n you would never want anyone to go through that kind of thing again. Mm -hmm. But what it did for you, and I'm, I'm, a big, I'm a big silver lining guy. Yeah. What it did was it prepared you how to not only handle adversity, mm -hmm. um, it, it also forced you probably before you were ready to be forced to do it, yeah. but it forced you to, to grow up and learn how, like I said, to deal with adversity, how to deal with unkind people, exactly. and also to be very clear to yourself that you don't want to be that person. Be that person, so most definitely. By, by them being complete jerks, mm -hmm. they, they taught you a lot of how to be able to be the best possible man that you can be. So though it was unfortunate that it happened, tragic and awful, um, you have now seemed to, to make the best of it mm -hmm. and, and become a, a, an individual that, that anybody can be proud of. Yeah. So it's for that. I mean, that that's, you know, you can go two ways. Mm -hmm. You can let it destroy you Most or you definitely. can let it, you, yeah, you can grow time. from it and you have you have gone to grow. I'm sure, you know, I'm not with you 24-7. I'm sure you're a human and yeah, you oh struggle man, with I things also, but... We've all in all, yeah, we have had the worst weekend ever. We have gotten <laughs> on each other's nerves. Like, I'm like, I just want to just go and just walk into the water and just, you know, just go down there and just not come back. And she's feeling the same way. Just probably because we're just, just always around each other. Yeah. And, and, and so his. I love him. I feel fine. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> 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 yeah, but we all deal with that because we're not perfect. I am a person that day likes to be com in control of everything. But, you know, I, ha I have adapted to accept that, hey, everything doesn't need to be controlled because you have to trust people. You know, you have to, you have to trust people. When I first got this, this place, I was super OCD. Because I didn't want anything to fail. Because I saw other people that own businesses and theirs failed because they didn't do X, Y, Z. So the best thing that I did do was coming from a fitness background, I always watch what other people weren't doing. And you 2.0 that. You do it better. Mm -hmm. You know, if you see that somebody at a front desk doesn't speak, when you walk in these doors, yeah, we, we, we speak. If you see that somebody doesn't understand something, you have to monitor the person. You have to know the person, but you go up and you help. So now that's a platform here that if I come up to somebody, they don't feel like I'm trying to like tell them that they're not um, doing something right, but more so just give them a, a little bit of tweak just to make that, make that just a little bit more effective. Sure. And um, I think we've done a great job, man, but we love it here. We love all of our people. We, we started with 60 people when we, we first began. 
we're almost at 900 members here now. And I hope they don't ever come at the same time. But, <laughs> but, but you know, we are blessed to see that because we had a lot of people that from the previous owners, they were like, ain't no way you're going to be able to do anything where you're at this because the damage had been done. So, no. Um, so we just revamped it. We changed the name to what cut and dry means. Cut and dry means plain and simple. It's no judgment. It's none of this hoopla. It's none of this whatever you want to do under the confines of 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 not tearing the place up. We are okay with it. You know, we want people to be accepted, not to feel like they're not a part of anything. And there's no politics here. There's, there's absolutely no politics. No politics we ain't got no time for all of that. Leave that stuff outside of the doors. You know, when you're walking here, you ain't got to worry about that. We don't. We don't want to see hear what Biden and all of them guys are, are, are doing. We want to leave the stress of what they're not doing. That's be a t-shirt. That could be a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Amen. Yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. Well, what else you got? You got any? You got any other questions for us? I know y'all. Man, are. I love it, man. It, it, his, his just learning. His just understanding what you guys are trying to do, and the mission behind it. Is awesome. Like we need more people doing this kind of stuff. We need more people letting folks know that they can do better, and they have a platform where they can hear something showing that somebody else is doing better. So they can they put can something in their brick wall. Most definitely, yeah. most definitely. Put and something that's in their brick awesome. wall. That's awesome. What is that called again? That you were um, talking about when you get up and speak and everything? Oh, a speaker meeting. Speaker meeting. Speaker meeting. Yeah. Man, that's deep. That yeah, those yeah. are those are our are super incredible and uh-huh. a great source for someone, especially like in early uh, early recovery, mm-hmm. to go and, you know, what they say is, you know, go in there and, and listen and try to identify the similarities, not the differences, because yeah. we are alcohol are alcoholics, addicts. Um, we, we have a tendency to um, try to identify how we are different from these people. Well, uh-huh. I didn't do that. I didn't live underneath exactly. a bridge. Exactly. I'm not an alcoholic because exactly. I'm not like that. Oh, I didn't, you know, do cocaine with yeah. the president. I'm not that bad. bad. You know, exactly. like, yeah. So so what they train us, well not train us, but mm-hmm. suggest that we do is uh-huh. go in and listen and try to identify the similarities. And what you find, if you're an alcoholic and an addict like me, um, you you will, if you, if you go in there to the meeting thinking, okay, I'm going to set aside my own BS. I'm going to try to identify the similarities. Mm-hmm. And what you'll find is every single one of those people is telling your story. Wow. Yeah. There is something. We are all related. Yeah. We are all related and mm-hmm. and walking on the same path. And there's not anything that I've done that somebody else in exactly. recovery has not done. Exactly. So the importance of this to me is, and, you know, again, I thank Drew for letting me come on board and, and helping this thing grow. And it's been an absolute That's blast. Awesome. Uh, but but the important thing about this whole podcast, it's not it's not a money thing. It's mm-hmm. not a, a popularity thing. Mm-hmm. It's trying to help maybe one person not make one of the poor life decisions. Yeah, that just, we made. One. Right. Just, just one, just one, True. just We're not one. Cheating for the stars here. Exactly. I mean, yeah. we are, but yeah. you know, yeah, but at still the same though. time, like you know, we we you know we we are human. We we don't want to, um, you know, we we just want help that's that's what we want to do and when i say we're shooting for the stars i i I want this to grow to where we can talk to anybody we want and and we can spread the message to the best possible way uh or in the best possible way that we can and and the larger we grow the more people we can help so that's why i want to grow i don't want to grow because of of unwholesome reasons you know i was an unwholesome person Mm -hmm. 
when I was in active addiction. Yeah. Very unwholesome person. So if the, the more we can grow, the more we can help. So if we, if we grow, we help. If we grow, we help. And whatever stuff comes as a result of that, great, exactly. whatever. That's like, great. We're, yeah. we're not we're, – we're doing okay here financially. Exactly. We're, mm-hmm. we're not in this for the money. Exactly. We're doing this to help people. Exactly. Yeah, it's more of a passion project That's than it awesome. is. Yeah. yeah, it's not an income generator. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I I love what you guys are doing. You know, and I love that what you had said earlier, like restart. It doesn't matter how many times if you fall off, restart, restart. We kind of did the same thing here. I mean, if you it's exactly the same. If you botch it on the holidays, come back in January. Like, right, there's no right. reason for you to be ashamed to walk back through these doors. Yeah. I have a brother that that struggles with addiction, and he has said for as long as I can remember, I'm predestined to be this way. I'm predestined to be right, this way. It's yeah. already set in stone. Like. Oh, it doesn't have to be. Doesn't have to be set in stone that you're fat and lazy. Like there's such a scary thing about that hopelessness. Yeah, Yeah. and and this the corollary is it's a it's a similar mindset with trying to get more fit or a little healthier, and you know you really just get stuck and you don't think there is a way out. We're all human, and we all slip in one way or another. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody. And absolutely. I'm, not perfect. I'm an open book. Y'all can ask Chris. We, we have had some conversations where he was like, I'm like, damn, dude, you piece of shit, man. Like, <laughs> like sorry, dude. Just, you know, but. Like, damn, I'm don't tell exactly, anybody else yeah, that. <laughs> but the whole key is to, is to let him know that, hey, I made mistakes too, and these are things that I don't want you to do because in this game, is I have been that person that was the face of fitness at one time and made my mistakes and got dropped off like, I mean, the bandwagon, they jumped off as soon as the wheel broke. And you're left having to restart. I had to restart everything. Well, you know, yeah. this world, the, I mean, I, I hate sounding like somebody's grand, you know, the mm-hmm. world's different now. Yeah. <laughs> but uh social media drives people to mm-hmm. put on such a fake persona and, and idea. that yeah. there is an in you know you you live this inauthentic life mm-hmm. and people believe things that just aren't true yeah. and you know you're you're left judging your own the knowledge of your true. own shortcomings versus this shined up fake exactly. facade that is promoted by you know Instagram TikTok Facebook exactly. And I think that people need uh, an avenue. They need a place to go. Exactly. And we hope that Recovery Lab is that yes, for right. them, where people are honest about, look, I tell you, my, if my wife were still here, she could tell you how yeah. I lit into my older three kids yesterday, right. yeah. screaming like a madman in the front yard, threatening them with the switch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I lost my shit exactly. yeah. on them, and it ruined my whole day. And then yeah. I felt like a bad person. Yes, and I messaged some of my buddies. And I'm like, I'm a bad person, you know. And my kids were crying because they were afraid of me. And I was thinking to myself, y'all should cry. Yeah, y'all weren't crying a little while ago yeah, when I begged you for five miles down the road to just keep it down. Exactly. You yeah, know, nobody was crying then with your crocodile tears. Exactly. Yeah. I but mean. <laughs> so with that, we're out. <laughs> it got real in my front yard yesterday. <laughs> but that's the whole thing is we live in a world now where people are so unforgiving you know somebody makes a mistake that's a superstar they're they're like cancel um i have there's no road for redemption there is no road for redemption you just have to fade away and hopefully that you can come back and somebody say hey we'll give you a a, 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 you know we need to have barbie bassett on the podcast oh my god (laughs) barbie gets some redemption yeah true (laughs) because it's just it is his 
crazy. You can't you can't bring up her platform for for people to learn slang and then be upset when somebody voices it. I don't think she did that on purpose. I I, I don't think it. I know that when she said it, I didn't even really think anything of it but the other guy that's the weather guy when he put his head down and looked up i think that's what really <laughs> caused everything uh-uh. nobody exactly yeah. it, it, it was the reaction from everybody else abroad that made it seem like like, like that but i wouldn't even want to be in that kind of setting where y'all know i'm condemned for like everything because i mean i'll say something man i'm a i'm a i'm a very straightforward yeah. person and direct person, if I feel like something's not right, I'm going to speak up on it. But I do it in a way that's not trying to, like, show you my strength. It's more so to give you a better understanding of why I feel that way. Right. Yeah. So it's just different. Which helps there. to build connection with other people. Exactly. Because you can run somebody off, you can make somebody mad, and then they'll never talk talk uh, to you again. Or you can put a – y'all can take a person and touch them on the, the – uh, the uh, Dale shoulder say, "Hey man, listen, I w- I want to talk to you about this because it really bothered me. So you know, I'm not trying to stir up anything, but when something was said or whoever said this here, I don't think that was the best way that we could have approached that. Y'all know, I had a member that I had to talk to about something that he had said to one of um to um t- to a um to yeah to another member, and she was a female, and she didn't like that." And I was like, hey, you may have been joking. I know him. He's from up north, Boston guy, Yankee guy. The verbiage is a little bit different. I said, hey, but just just kind of tone it down. And if you have time, if you wanted to go up and say, hey, listen, I may have said something that wasn't right. I'm sorry about it. You'll know you can do so. I said, because she's not that type of person. She doesn't know you like she knows me. And I had a, um, we had watched a, uh, um, uh, uh, TV show, and a guy said, "Just because you're my friend, he's my friend, doesn't mean that you should trust him." And what that means to me is, just because you're my friend and I talk to you a certain way, doesn't mean that this guy here can come up and say the same things and it's received. Because you know me, you know where my heart is coming from. Yo, you know somebody else that's not on that same page may yeah, not they know lack that, that familiarity. Exactly. They right. lack the familiarity. Exactly. You can't gauge how sincere somebody's being or what Very their true. motives are Very for true. sure. Yeah. So it's just going about things differently. And I had to sit down and think about it because I got pissed because he knows me, you know. And um, sometimes people will say things just to see how you react to them. Sure. So sure. I had to sit down and think about it because I'm an ill-tempered person. I'm a Taurus. I'm, I'm straight to the Zodiac side. I'm stubborn. I have a temper. But I'm also one of the most caring people. If, if I'm your friend, I'm your friend for your life. You don't got to worry about it no matter what you do. I'm not going to judge you because we have a bond there. So it's just different nowadays, man. But I wish that people would be more understanding to people doing, making my mistakes. There are things called mistakes because mistakes bring upon guilt. Right. And guilt makes um, conviction and conviction strives changes, most definitely. Well, life is hard. and it thr- I mean, life is legitimately difficult. Yeah. There are trying times. Big time. Your job sucks. Your wife sucks. Your husband sucks. Yeah. Your kids suck. You're <laughs> in the front yard with a switch. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you have to. Yeah. And Do you have a doorbell cam? I would have loved to see that. Look, I'm telling you. I'm I was get, sitting there. Get you a doorbell like cam. I, so I go and get this switch out of the front yard. 
and they're in the car. Click, 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 click. I hear that door locking. I'm sitting <laughs> <laughs> there hitting the button trying to open the door, and they're all working against me. So it was uh, – I was smart. so mad, but I thought this is – you know, I'm out here acting a donkey out here in the front yeah. yard. But yeah. we've, we've all done it. I think I've beat the flip-flop on the shower door a time or two. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel a little bit bad, yeah. but they really were awful. What are your parts telling you? Justified. Uh, my part. <laughs> I didn't hit them with it, though. Well, that's good. That's good. <laughs> I just threatened them. Yeah. All right. We are just about out of time. Let people know, if you would, how they can get in touch with you. If they want to come talk, if they want to reach out on the website, the phone number, how do we get in touch with you guys? Well, if I look at our door, I can tell you what the phone number is. <laughs> it's uh, it's on Google. I know it's 769-something. It's a 769 number. Yes. I I don't know the number. <laughs> I don't, I, Who I'm knows numbers that. anymore? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll say this. John Mark is like absolutely responsive on Facebook Messenger. Yeah, that's absolutely. what I was going to say. In, Instagram, Facebook Messenger, uh, both on those platforms for messaging. We've also got our website, which is Um, You can find us on there. That's also got a messaging app. Or just stop by. Yeah, um, just stop by. We're literally here. What time are you guys yeah, so Monday Monday through Friday, he gets here at 4 o'clock. I'm here by 7. We're both here till 12. Then we come back from 3 to 7. Saturdays, we're here for a brief time in the morning. But, I mean, if you reach out and you call us and you need us to come meet you up here, we live right across the, right across the water. We'd, okay. we'd love to come. Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for Look, joining us. Look, I can't us. thank you enough. Oh, great venue, great hey, people, Sam. great conversation. Also, hold on, hold on. Before we go here, let's take this video here and let's see the wonderful and talented – Garrett That's Quick right. and his team, thank you guys so much. You guys have been incredible. Um, thank you so much, everyone, for making this a success. Most and with definitely. that, we thank will head out. Thank, thank you so much, guys. Right, everyone definitely. have a great night, right, and uh, take care.